Today's episode is presented by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skincare needs. Find your favorite brands like Elta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more, all in one place with gifts with every purchase. Right now, The Skin Store is offering our listeners 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off your next purchase at skinstore.com forward slash pod dot list. Skin Store, have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. Exclusions apply. He realizes he needs to go there immediately and he has to jump the fence and he just like he just rams he just rams the wall. And as someone that has played video games almost every day of my life since I've been like a kid, I was like, I've done that. I totally get it. That would have been me. You may far when ready. podcast to give you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. How are you all feeling? This is a great day to join us for some fine podcast behavior i hated that the minute i said it um welcome to season two episode 16 i podcast a take on i robot because uh, we're sticking with will smith movies i love it yeah so uh i podcast that's uh, hopefully nobody becomes sentient and decides to just go rogue on us so that would be really great for that no, that movie was actually scary if you think about it like they're, they're that time is coming very soon uh very very soon <laughs> all those like, robots is- were really just walking iphones because they were just sleek and white <laughs> and pretty and that moment's coming soon where siri's gonna be like no bitch you do it and i'm gonna be like yeah damn <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, that's exactly <laughs> how that's gonna work just the roomba's just gonna get like an angry face on it <laughs> you're like just not yep whoa, that's all it's gonna be whoa, whoa. use its gears to spin off and start attacking us Jeez. well my name is doug wagner i am one of the co-hosts of films of black and white in order to do this right and you have heard them already i need to invite my other co-hosts into this mix i'm gonna kick it one oh to one marcus j destin marcus how you feeling i am in the building it's a whole lot of shit going on y'all and pre-pro it was just a whole lot of shit i am mind blown <laughs> don't even know which direction to go but i'm here to have a good time i'm here to fucking pot <laughs> so, good pot. good i feel responsible for essentially pulling the pin or grenade handing you and being like let's podcast everybody yep. and you just yep. having to deal with the explosion so yeah, yeah that's pretty much it um in order to do this though completely we need to invite one other co-host into this a one brian roush brian roush how are you feeling you know what i'm good i was today at work i had like two stressful things that i had to get done and they both turned out great so for all those folks that have to work with like anxiety or maybe you sometimes have like anxious people you work with and it's like what's the worst thing that's gonna happen well Flip it around because today, like the best thing happened with those situations. So get in that mindset. So I think feeling great, feeling light. I'm happy to be here. Based on Brian's last performance on the podcast, 
I got to be honest with you. Yeah, I think April is the month of Brian. Like, I'm guy. just going to say that April is Brian's month, not his birthday month, Ooh. but I think it's just his month to just sort of reach his stride. Oh, I've so. listened to that episode three times now. And every time I'm just like, God damn, Brian. Yeah. Like, this guy was on fucking fire. Yo. Right. Jesus. It, yeah. it was, I was just feeling it. I was I was one with the force. I just I was that's, feeling it. That's with fantastic. a hell of a comeback season, too. Like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and this is a great transition for us into yes. catch that quotable because yes. Brian went from last to first <laughs> in unreal. one fell sloop. So we're just gonna let it go. So, yeah. Brian, in the interest of catch that quotable. Hello. You have the board, sir. You just kind of drive us wherever you want to drive us. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I'm going to select myself uh, to have Love us go it. here because okay. I'm really excited about my quote. Uh, so we're going to start off. So here's my quote. You want to make it right? Then when you go to nationals, bring it. Don't slack off because you feel sorry for us. Is this bring it on? Okay. Right out of the gate. That's it. Yes. This is Gabrielle <laughs> Union's character, Isis. You, I mean, immediate. I didn't even have to do it a second time. That's hilarious. I, I, I thought it was either I, that or I thought it was pitch perfect. I had the two like right out of the jump. I thought I was like, Nationals was an ambiguous plot yep. device that yep. it, it would yeah, shroud yeah. most of it. That was good. Wow. Yeah, you gotta, dig, you gotta dig deep that. for that one. Thank you. You know, you know, the you, new, you know. <laughs> the new record for fastest <laughs> quote is no longer mine. Oh it's Marcus. This you would not. think you would think we know something about movies the way we've been responding to these movie quotes lately. You would think <laughs> we know we're just getting good at it. I was like, oh man, a cheerleader movie. Like no one's gonna see this cut. No, like this is the second time this has happened. Like I'm gonna do the weird David Bowie movie. Doug gets it immediately. I'm gonna do the cheerleading movie. Marcus immediately gets it. So. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I got to oh, dive yeah. into Tom Hanks. I don't know what's oh, going on. That's, wild. Yeah, you got to start picking some really obscure, you know, Stellan Skarsgård movies from now on. <laughs> well, that's why you learn Spirit Fingers. You bring, bring it on Spirit Fingers, Spirit Fingers. Spirit. Like, that oh, was man, like a whole a thing when that came out. But yeah, good for job. Sure, but, sure. Good job, Brian. All right, Brian. Oh, shucks. Well, congrats. To you. Well, look, I, I I mean, Marcus, it's it's. why don't we go to you, man? Let's do okay. this. Marcus, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, Here we go. <laughs> Is everybody ready? I am. Okay, this is dialogue between two people. Okay. Here we go. How do you feel? Like hammered shit. Once again, for those in the back, how do you feel? Like hammered shit. This is a vulgar, like, superhero or crime fighting movie. Or like police... Yeah, uh, police movie where two people are like, you know, riding yep. along that way. Yep. For some reason, right out of the gate, it feels like Mystery Men. Okay. Like it just feels like they're asking that question, kind of like a William H. vibe yeah, asking, like William but H. then Macy like a... asking and then Ben Stiller responding yes. type thing. But I don't know. No, no, no. It's definitely in that space. Yeah. Um, what's that hint, Marcus? Uh, the hint's gonna be Whistler. Marcus, is this Blade? It is not Blade. Oh, it is not. That was a good guess. Uh, it's one, of those, I, it's one man. of those fucking movies. Pick another Blade movie, Brian. It's one of those fucking movies. I mean, is this Blade Three Trinity? It's not Blade Three oh, Trinity. Man, Doug, I blame you. <laughs> it, it is Blade Two, though. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, 
You sunk our battleship. Yeah, you I'm really so listen. mad that that you just picked the wrong one. <laughs> First of all, Brian, Blade Trinity does not exist in my eyes. I watched both Blade and Blade Two oh. this weekend on HBO Max. Blade Trinity is up there, but I really don't want to watch it because that was the worst of all three. Oh my of gosh, them. I really liked Blade Trinity. Does I like Blade Trinity person? only for Triple H's running montage where he can't run for shit, and they had to speed him up in post production. <laughs> And Ryan Reynolds, it tries to make that movie like I seen the vision of pairing oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds and and them together with Blade. This hot, but Blade Two was one of those sequels that was like, oh man, this sequel was almost as good as the first one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it was one that of those. Yeah, it, it yeah. was kind of crazy. But Doug Wagner, go ahead, and take us home. All right, yeah. y'all ready? Yep. <laughs> when the moon is like that, every monkey for two hundred miles thinks he's Elvis Presley. <laughs> when the moon is like that, every monkey for 200 miles thinks he's Elvis Presley. I was thinking Kung Fu Panda, but they wouldn't say nothing like that. I don't know. I, right? It's got to be a talking animal movie, right? I'm, most, like, I'm thinking of Zootopia, most, Madagascar, Vulgar, most vulgar Kung Fu Panda ever. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking like, I was, I'm thinking Blues Brothers? Oh, okay. maybe. Maybe. Elvis Presley is the thing that's throwing me off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Doug, what's the hint? The hint is sign language. <laughs> so there's a, a monkey. There's a monkey involved somewhere here. <laughs> Every monkey thinks he's Elvis Brian, Brian's doing the math. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, shot in the dark here. Is this my name is Ivan? This is not my name is All Ivan. Right. That weird right. like direct to Disney Plus movie yep. about a talking gorilla. Yep, sure is. That was not it. That's my guess. King it's a good okay. guess, but that's not it. Okay, good luck, Marcus. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go with Mighty Joe Young. I don't think this is This it, is though. not Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> you guys were on the right track. This is the movie Congo. Oh, yeah. Oh, this took a turn. It took a very big turn. So you are not familiar with Congo, Marcus. Marcus, Mm -mm. this movie is bananas. And I don't mean that because there are monkeys in it. Um, It is just bizarre in general. Um, This is the story of a telecommunications company that is on the search for rare diamonds that can help them create this vast array of a communication network but in order to do that they have to find a lost city and the city is hunted by killer gorillas that basically murder everyone um and so there you go that's it top isn't that the plot to tarzan or georgia the jungle I don't know. <laughs> that is not, no, it is not. No, it's not. All no, right. it is all not. Right. It is no. Hey, play us, play us fuck up too. So, you know, that's, <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Um, the only reason I'm so confident about Tarzan is because like, my son loves that movie. Loves oh, sure, sure. It's about chosen family. So it's just, I have this really funny juxtaposition of like, yeah. these animated people being like, you'll always be in my heart. And these giant killer monkeys are just coming out, killing them, splitting yeah. them in half, yeah. right down the middle. Yeah. It oh, is. Man. You Disney should check it out because it's just so silly. It's a fun I, watch. It's I mean, consider- it, it's a good sci-fi novel. Let me put it out there. It yes. is a f- good sci-fi novel. The movie is 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 bonkers. It's absolutely bizarre. What year did the movie come out? Oh, it was 19. 90s. If you give me a second, I can tell you. That's um, really interesting. 
it's pretty it's pretty out there for sure um, why is monkeys always associated with sign language I don't know. I, 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 I think it's one of the only animals that can communicate with sign language. This yeah, movie came out in 1995. So it was right in the middle of that like 90s. Uh, it's got Laura Linney in it, Ernie Hudson in it, Tim Curry's in this. Um, who Joe Don Baker is in this. Um, there's another like really great like character actor who's in this too. Just give me one. And <laughs> Congo. Yeah, you gotta check this out. It's it's yeah, pretty a, out there. <laughs> so, um, De- Delroy Window is in it. Yeah. Yep. Gotta check. I this want out, you to man. know as I'm googling this to like speak more like informatively about it. The second thing on the Google search for people who ask is is Congo by Michael Crichton a true story? And I just want to know <laughs> how <laughs> that happened because like Google what? like manages those things, so it's like really felt like it was important enough to have it be the second drop down menu. Oh, people. Yeah, anyway, wolf, guys. Geez. That's not even remotely close. But anyway, so if you all are in for a semi-bad movie uh, based on a good science fiction novel, check out Congo this weekend. Um, gentlemen, that was Catch That Quotable. It was. We mm. should transition over into our news segment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Brian. Hello. Actually, started with Marcus. Marcus, why? Yeah. Did, what do you Goodbye. have for news this week? <laughs> okay, listen. The Flash movie is finally starting after a decade of whole bunch of rumors wow. and shit. Um, the 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 director put out the uh, he put out a teaser today actually of the of the Flash movie logo. Um, it's supposed to be start so it officially stars now. Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> give me one second. Yeah, Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman because it was skeptical at first because he said with COVID, he didn't oh, sure. know what was going to happen if he was going to be in the oh, movie or not. Oh, sure, sure, sure. They started production today, so they started shooting. Um, Andy Muschietti is the director for this film, okay. and he's been... He's been dropping a lot of news about this. He's casted um, super a new Supergirl for this film. Right. The Flash yep. movie is going to be, I guess, a continuation of Zack Snyder's Flash. Um, it's going to reset the timeline. It has Batfleck, Ben Affleck in it. It has um, Michael Keaton in this movie. There's, a, there's supposed to be some sure. other people that are appearing. But, um, you know, it took about a decade to get this solo movie off, yes. the, you know, off the road because there were so many rumors. There was pushbacks, delays. COVID hit. Um, I think they changed directors a couple times. But yep. um, Andy Muschietti seems to seem like he's really excited about this shit. So wow. I'm excited about it. Um, I'm excited to see Ezra Miller do a little bit more oh, as sure. Flash and where I guess they go if WB has any fucking direction, which I doubt they do. But yeah, they're just kind of a hot. A they're a hot mess over yeah, there. They're all over the a little bit. Place. Yeah. Rumor that Cyborg could be, you know, Ray Fisher is teasing that Cyborg could have a part in the Flash movie that he's been talking to the director. For sure. So we don't really know where this goes, what it puts, where it puts us. But what you can do if you're paying attention, this is a hard reset for the DC universe. For sure. Okay? And it's going to probably be the center of how they reboot everything. So for sure. That's really what I can tell you. And they yeah, do this like, shit all the. They do this shit all the time in DC. It's like, well. Dark side one <laughs> flash. You want to go ahead and reset us? He's like, yeah. Yeah. all right. Yeah. And then that motherfucker gets running and we get to start over. Yeah. He fakes Every- put up a fight. He's always like, oh, I don't know if I can. It goes right. my rules. They're like, bitch, if you don't get to run and pick your feet up and, and get to going. Oh man. I, I guess like if you're man, this is it. This is the moment for WB. If you were really trying to do this connected universe yeah, thing, yeah. It, you have this golden opportunity to reset your timeline, which Marvel hasn't even like dipped into yet really yep. on this scale. Like you could do nope. something new and exciting and great. 
I just don't trust them. These are the people that shelve new gods. Like when, yeah. you, when you had some A-listers on your bench and you're just like, actually, please go home. Thank you. We're going to look into our man now. <laughs> so I just can't trust those people. I can't. I can't yeah, do that's it. That's fair. That's very, um, very do fair. I, I mean, do I trust the folks behind the Flash project? A hundred percent. Do I trust the larger vision? No. No. Fuck no. There is that's no larger fair. vision. That's very, very fair. Please follow Brian Rash on TikTok. Um, that's all oh, I'm shucks. gonna say. Brian Rush one fifteen. That TikTok was hilarious, man. That, oh. that that TikTok about Iron Man. He's like, you shelved Ava DuVernay for a motherfucker <laughs> whose power is traveling forward in time one hour. And I do <laughs> want to clarify, like, there was somebody that commented on that TikTok that was like, that's not his power. He doesn't travel, <laughs> doesn't travel in forward in time. He just gets stronger, and he can kind of see into the future. And I was like, dude, that makes it even like, worse. I don't know. That almost makes it arguably a worse power. And like, I understand. I didn't understand it, but like, I don't because I one. I don't know who our man is, and you you want like this is the one you want to do instead of like making your own pantheon of like Greek gods. Like that's what you want to do. It's just bizarre. It's bizarre. Not not interested in that at all. It's like a it's like a WB. It's like a bad breakup. WB and Zack Snyder had a terrible breakup, and instead of WB going to find somebody better, they went and grabbed the shittiest person and was like, "Look what I could do." Like (laughs) I don't give a fuck about that. Like what are you talking about? Like get get the get the shit out of here. That's very true. It's a very a, good way to put a it. A breakup is very is, is very apt, and like everybody on yeah, and all your friends are like, hey, like I know you, this was pretty rough on you, but you're you're getting with our man, and like I mean he's fine. Like no one's hey. saying he's bad. It's just you can do better, and they're you like, don't do tell better. me I'm making. Uh, bad don't decisions. tell me what I can and can't yeah, do. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. like. This is, holding yeah. a bottle, like vomit in his beard, like you don't tell me who I get to watch <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> That's all that that is. I'm not saying that because in my life I've been that man with vomit in his beard. Like, you you don't tell me. Um, So, yeah. I enjoyed it because Marcus and I were using this like very like like 20 something breakup. And then you're like, I'm going to take this to a place. In any case, I guess I'm excited for the flash. I hope hope for good things. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm actually going to go next in our news because I want to. Please. Um, the the piece of news I have actually relates to sort of like streaming numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And there is a big sense in Hollywood and around just streaming in general that now that things are starting to open up with more people being vaccinated and states easing back the right. restrictions, that we will see streaming numbers start to decline. And they're actually saying that Netflix is going to be the one that will signal the end of the COVID TV streaming boom. So oh, I got this uh, article from The Guardian. Um, and so Netflix, which about a year ago um, passed the 200 million subscriber mark, um, is recently forecasting 6 million new subscribers, which would make it the first, its lowest first quarter since 2017. So what that is saying to everybody or what is meant to be sort of gleaned from that information Mm -hmm. is that many people now that they can actually get up and get out are going to kind of start to tune off or just unsubscribe because they have watched all that Netflix could possibly provide um, going forward. So um, it's just kind of interesting to see that all sort of shake out um and people are using netflix as as a great benchmark which again kind of tapping into what we talked about last week Mm -hmm. you know if you're gonna sign up to if you're gonna pay 
a billion dollars to secure the rights to net to Sony Pictures movies. And this has started the decline. Time will only tell what this looks like for whether or not that investment pays off. So it's kind yep. of in the like economics of streaming and stuff like that, but thought it was worth mentioning. So I don't know. Hmm. That's that's the first piece of news that I got. I Here's think the, the thing. Oh, go ahead, Brian. No, go ahead. Honestly, the only thing I was going to say is I I get like I get people starting to ditch their stuff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think the number as of today was the average was that at least half of all U.S. adults have had at least one shot of the vaccine. So I feel like if we're there, if if, if we're in mid-April and that's where we're at now, I definitely see people canceling at least one or two subscriptions that they picked up in the fall. For For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, completely what, agree. I'll play the other. I'll play the other side, right? I think what those companies aren't taking into consideration is psychologically. How long does it take to create a habit? Oh, okay. for sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and what and 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 what I mean by that is, these we have been stuck inside the house for about a year, year and a half now. <laughs> oh, we've yeah. been accustomed and adjusted to, um, really being able to uh, craft our subscription. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that we want, we able to, we're able to have a um, a specific, like, if I like this, I'm going to pay for this and it's going to look yeah. like this, like, kind of system, whether it's with music and whatever we consume. And so I don't know if it'll go, yes, the numbers will naturally go down because everything will be open. There's more to do. Is it the end? I don't think so, though. Uh-uh. I, I don't, oh, I don't think no. so because Netflix is going their whole every week or every month there's a new movie. Yep type deal disney is still going to do some premium access type stuff there's going to be reasons to stay inside and people are still going to be sketchy about going out in public at least until maybe a year from now so i think we'll see a steady stream but i'm I'm, kind of going to play defense and say i don't think it'll be that big of a change yeah i mean i could see them still turning it out i think i don't think that they're gonna i don't think that they're gonna stop turning out the content because i think they've committed to this model oh, yeah. Yeah, long sure. term oh, i think that yes. what will more than likely happen is you know it's supply and demand when the demand starts to get a little bit lower um and you have excess supply you're going to either start to lower your prices or in order to sort of amp that it's it's really going to turn that whole concept of supply and demand on its head because that's way macroeconomic principles say like that's what should happen is when there's not a lot of demand you have to incite the demand you either have to create a new product or you have to lower your price they're not going to lower their price because they're spending out this money to do original content. So I think what's going to happen is you're going to start to see them spend more to turn out newer, exciting stuff to get back some of these viewers. Um, So if anything, I think the price will probably go up a smidge. God damn. That's I mean, I hate how right you are. And I feel like (laughs) the other thing too here is that Netflix really doubled down on this just glut of content. And for folks that have listened to us before, I've already talked about how Netflix really wants to be your mid-tier cable provider, like with no commercials. Like, and uh, one of the things that they that I think is interesting here is that as we were talking about this, Fortune had an article, Mm -hmm. um, kind of listing everything out. And yeah, like Netflix is trying to make a big deal out of like Mm -hmm. we have five hundred new titles coming this year alone, and you're like, that's cool but it's <laughs> not all gonna be winners like, sorry yeah sorry. you know but like with netflix it's just kind of like russian roulette of which is the one that's gonna be good because for every yeah. queen's gambit there's like five of them that are A just like this generic 
drama with yeah. people mm-hmm. in a location that is yeah. tropical. I don't know. In any case, they probably have a wheel, much like Mad Libs. <laughs> like, okay, we're making a Netflix documentary. Okay, let's start with a action. Uh, murder. Murder. Okay, great. Uh, now we need a place. Um, Florida. Um, Florida. Great. Okay. Now we need a type of drug, methamphetamine. Like, yep. and then that's how they yep. build. Their oh, don't forget, you need the biggest one. We need a big, a big star to take the role to bring yes, people right. in. Right. Yeah, you, you just right. Pick you have one. to pick from five. It's a drop down box. Yeah. Yep. Timothy oh, Chalamet. totally. Like that's well, basically how it's gonna work. And I, I also what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> David Fincher's like, what am I doing here? What am I doing um, with this? <laughs> what am I directing? Uh, but like, I think the other thing that's interesting here too is like Disney Plus, like also kind of broke it where it was like, no, 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 no. This thing you really know, we're gonna drip it out. We're just gonna have it once a uh-huh. week. Where Netflix yeah. is known for this binge, so it's like. I feel like it's going to be this quality versus quantity thing. And Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know how Netflix hangs in there or makes it exciting. I I do feel though, Netflix has established itself as the floor streaming service. Like if you get streaming, you gotta at least have Netflix like, and people have prime by accident, you know? And I feel like that also (laughs) makes things weird (laughs) of like, I don't have Amazon streaming. It's like, Oh, do you have prime? Yeah, I do. And like people have no idea because you had it all along, buddy. Yeah. Um, I want to say one more thing. I think the other thing that's really kind of interesting with this is I think that it's a shipping service. It is a shipping (laughs) service. Like it's the most. It is. Go ahead. It's interesting that you brought up Amazon because I think what's going to end up happening is I think that eventually we're going to lean into like Netflix and other streaming services, essentially saying, "Hey, if we operate at a loss for a little while, eventually we'll get so many subscribers that it won't matter." Like, oh, yeah, over time, it because that's the model that Amazon started out with. Like, it does not matter. Like, if we lose money year over year, fuck right. it. Like, so long as we get new customers, <laughs> it literally doesn't matter. And right. now we're at this point where Jeff Bezos could solve world hunger by just like writing a check. Um, yep, and that'd be great. Be done. That'd be great. But that first model started out with a we've lost, we're, we're oh, yeah. okay at running in the, in, in the red. So, like, I think that that'll be interesting to see how that goes. And the other thing that I wanted to say is I think that this is especially for all the people who are at Disney and (laughs) HBO Max and Netflix (laughs) who listen to this podcast. Look, Mm -hmm. we know that you're your we are your dirty little secret. We know that you go into your board meetings and we know that you say, like, hey, have you tried doing both? We could put it on streaming and put it in the theater like, fuck robinson that was a great idea where'd you get it came up with it on my drive to work we know it was us okay and you can just you can just shoot us straight what i will say (laughs) listen to this you all should start to pay attention and do research about when the flu usually hits every year because if you can drop your new shit when people have to stay at home because they have sick kids or they have the flu you would be a lot smarter and use this pandemic as a lesson of wow people end up staying at home in droves right around end of november early december because the flu hits weird that's when we're going to drop our new new movies or right we're going to release things in both places because then you would have a better shot at getting more subscribers yeah are you there you go are you a genius not all the time well <laughs> I, I feel like you are you are boosting capitalism but i mean that that, that well, this is the game right I mean, this this if this you want to win like that's you how you unlocked, win like i mean but it feels like you just uh, unlocked a dirty little secret like i don't know it something didn't feel right about that but <laughs> you're right though you are correct it's one of those things of like you 
you're right, but it's really, really wrong. You're it's right. Like what's that? that you're what's right. that quote from um, Chidi from The Good Place? Like you, you're right, but man, that's so like you don't understand how wrong it is that you're right. Like that's true though. It's true. They're gonna start taking advantage of us. No more snow days because Zoom exists. Yeah. No more bad days. I mean, staying nope. home now is gonna be. It's going to be just like going to work because you have equal access to everything. Yep, right. Absolutely. The future right. is remote working for sure. Um, Brian, what do you have for news? I have something light and fluffy. That was a really good conversation, so yeah. I'm definitely not going to try to top it. But it's Brian Roush. Uh, I'm on the Star Wars beat. And Ooh. I just wanted to share uh, that it was reported today. Uh, and I got this via Slash Film. So Phil Saunders did some concept art for Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. And he was told to do some art with Judy Dench in it. And basically he shared on his art station <laughs> that they had a storyline in which Ray would need to go find the maker of the Millennium Falcon, uh, who would have oh. been played by Judy Dench. And Ray would have had to solve this particular issue. Uh, specifically, Ray would have sought out the original designer of the Millennium Falcon to find a piece of hardware that could stop the First Order Armada. Uh, and Judy Dench was the person in mind. So I'm really glad that that's the storyline and not like a, hey, so when I take it up to 65, like I hear this fucking rattle. Like it just rattles the, the shit out of it. So can I you really put it up on the lift there and take a look at her? Like I'm really glad it's to solve a problem and not like, for mechanical for work. getting it fixed well, yeah I, I, I <laughs> take it to this intergalactic jiffy lube it's really just all just what's Judy happening Dench is, is the jiffy lube it's yeah. your alternator it's connecting with your ac but what i can do is i can jimmy rig it and like what? Yeah. you give me some you give me some bondo and some duct tape <laughs> in a in a in a coat hanger we yeah today yeah and i mean that's catching on fire so that's aside from judy dench uh you know being jiffy lube in space um that's it they and judy dench was approached but it never confirmed anything so there you go that's uh that's my piece of news marcus did you want to add anything there no i just think it's funny that they had a pit stop as part of the star wars story <laughs> I just, yeah i just it's really just kind of tells you like I wonder what was the moment that they looked at that idea and was be like, it's not gonna work. I know better how bad how bad we want to put that in there. It's not gonna work this time. We're gonna yeah. have to wait. Yeah. I mean, I just this whole movie, I will read a book about its production, just how rushed and like yeah. weird it was. Uh because I, I mean, like having something like this and then Judy Dench, like you don't just like knock on Judy Dench's door and you're like, oops, sorry, bye. Like that's just <laughs> bizarre to me. The other thing that, that blows my mind about this is like, so for my other Star Wars folks out there, the 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 Millennium Falcon is a YT thirteen hundred light freighter. So like it was made by a company. So it's like, did she work for the company? Are you going to Corellia? Like what's happening here? Or what? Did did nobody care? And it was just like, let's get Judy Dench in here and have her say she built the Millennium Falcon. In any case, it's just, huh, it's a lot. In any case, that's it. That's my news. Did he say YT or white I did. I YT. YT. It is a oh. YT thirteen hundred light freighter. That is oh canon. letter Y, letter Y, and letter, letter T. Y T said. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Whitey freighter. We uh, we all get on there and talk about. <laughs> It's just all the white people just crowd in there and, oh, and we just talk awesome. about not seasoning our food. Yeah, that makes sense why Han Solo, Han Solo um, is owning the whitey, the whitey freighter. 
I mean, it was Lando's oh ship first, so he was probably that's he was true. Piece of, you know, he was just like, nah, nah, nah. He, he thought it was confused. ironic to drive it. Yeah, exactly. He named him Millennium exactly. Falcon after Oh my gosh, 40. that's incredible. I'm so happy you said that. No wonder you gave me a face. I was like, I, I, I was like it's, it's a Corellian freighter. How can it be so funny? And, and again, whitey one. It's a whitey one. Imagine the blackie Millennium Falcon. Oh, that's going to be woof. Yikes. That's bad news. Um, <laughs> it does feel like Disney was like, hey, you. Go talk to Duty, Jame Duty Dench. See yes. if she wants yes. to be in this. Just talk to her. See if she'll do it. And he got to the door. They're like, did you do it? He's like, no, I'm at the door. Fuck it. Walk out. <laughs> I already rang the bell. No, 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 no. Walk away. We're not going to do this. No, no, no. Abandon. Abandon. No, 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 no. Judy, Judy comes to the door looking out like, hello? H- hello? It's <laughs> like <laughs> some guy with Disney what across his back. Just like... <laughs> right. Hauling ass down the hall. Yeah. 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 That's crazy yeah. as fuck. But okay. Well, that. There you go. Yeah, well, that was great, Brian. That was really, really interesting. Oh, shucks, thanks. Yeah, yeah um, let's let's get into it. Let's get yeah. into the movie. So this week it. we watched the Hulu movie. Yeah, we did. Um, I don't know why I needed to designate that. It was for Brian. Um, we watched I'm, the Hulu movie. Um, Boss Level. Yes, um, we did. Boss Level was directed by Joe Car Carnan Carnahan. Uh-huh. Um, it was directed by and produced by Joe Carnahan. Um, it was written by Chris, Eddie, Bory, and Joe Carnahan. It is starring Frank Gillo, Frank Grillo, Mel Gibson, Naomi Watts, yikes, yeah. um, Annabelle Wallace, Ken Jong, uh, Will Sasso, uh, Selena Lowe, Meta Williams, and Michelle Yeoh. Um, came out on February twenty. Uh, budget was about 45 million and it w- got a box office of about 1.3 million so not bad in a middle of a pandemic um gentlemen what mm-hmm. did you all think of boss level um it was interesting uh yeah. essentially here's, here's, so yes, here's give my, us our synopsis marcus he, he, okay okay yes yeah, great place to start yes, yes. So now. here's what the so here's what had happened was so you get this movie uh, about this guy um, who is time traveling, but he don't know he time traveling. He just knows he keeps repeating his life over and over and over and over and over again. Okay, so he goes through his day and he done did this about 114, 140 times, and he's he's challenging some. Here's the thing: his his girlfriend, ex girlfriend, ex fiance, ex wife is is make is. How do I explain this? <laughs> I don't know. When don't... she was picking his eyelashes and making him bleed, oh wow! She that. didn't make any time to explain shit as to what she was doing. No, she literally was like loose hair, hair snatch. Like she was just making him. Ble- I understand the cameras were around, but she couldn't write on a piece of paper on the back of the resume like, "Yo, here's what you need to do. Reach out to this thing. Here's what I'm about to do." Anyway, here's what the movie is about. That that was just on my mind. There's this guy, right? He look kind of looks like the Punisher, but he's not really the Punisher. Yeah. So, but like he has the demeanor of the Punisher. Yep. So yep. he goes and he goes through this day and he's this special agent badass that knows how to do shit so that makes the excuses on why he's so good at the shit that he does he can dodge a fucking bullet because he used to be ex-navy seals Ta-da! so then there's this guy he goes through this whole thing um he's he's trying to avoid being dead it runs kind of like a video game he dies he repeats the day all over again um and then they they just repeat this people are trying to kill him people are trying to get to him he's trying to figure out why there's this thing that exists it's called the spindle osiris's spindle so yep. osiris's spindle is what 
is time traveling and so his his girlfriend or the lady he loved inserts his body pieces into the spindle so then he's the only one that repeats time and time travels back and why everybody else don't know what the fuck is going on so he spends that time getting to know his son falling back in love with his his wife or fiance um killing people learning how to kill people learning how to survive learning why he's doing all the things that he's doing so he spends all this time doing that just to run into mel gibson who smokes a cigar supposed to be this big badass and the guy from mad tv so like they do this whole thing the whole time and and he learns this and he learns a valuable lesson and then they figure out why he's in the osiris spindle and how he saves his wife and how he learns his son is his son but his son don't know it's his son but he don't watch the world in fifteen thousand times with his son and that's kind of what the movie is about i mean that's pretty good more i mean or less. that's yeah. pretty good all in all i mean yeah more or I, less my favorite is she puts his body parts in the spindle that was the highlight <laughs> yeah, that, of I that mean, summary unceremoniously accurate yeah, yeah. it was absolutely it, it was one accurate. movie this movie didn't do the whole over science explaining no it just kind of no. gave you a gist of what was going on and then it was like ta-da time yeah. travel you get <laughs> yeah. it right surprise time like, travel what the fuck yeah. time travel never makes sense ta-da yeah yep. so, that's the yeah, best way to put we are. it yeah but I, to be honest with you, like that didn't bother me. Like I actually didn't get super hung up on the time travel element of it. Like I was just kind of like, oh, okay, sure. And I moved on. Like I just, I didn't really think, because I don't think that's why you show up to this movie, right? Like you don't buy a ticket to this because you're like, you know what really gets me? A time travel (laughs) conundrum. Like you sign up because you're like, this guy is going to kill someone no less than 250 different ways over the course of a hundred minutes. Right. Well, well, here was my here's my beef with it, right? And okay. and, and I know but this isn't typical, but here's my beef with it. Going into the movie, it says boss level. The font yeah. screams eight bit video game. Yes. Oh, there sure. is not necessarily any hints that this is the scope of a video game. I would have preferred this yeah. would be called Spindle or Osiris or something because boss level says that this movie was going to be about he kills somebody, coins are going to be left behind, or this, that, and the third. <laughs> Only thing we had was the fucking kid playing video games. Oh, come. I mean, I totally disagree. Like, this had everything but the coins you think so? fall really? on the ground. Like, if they went up to that line, and like, no, that's too much on the head after after this helicopter shoots into this apartment with a minigun. That's just and also, nobody is alarmed by this, by the way. Like the, it definitely has this feeling of like, those are NPCs or non-playable yes. characters just walking around. Cause nobody gives a shit. No. <laughs> Basically this helicopter no. is blowing this apartment <laughs> complex to hell. And who was in the fucking helicopter? Goddamn. Uh, what the f- what is that tight end? What is his name? Oh my gosh, Rob Gronkowski. It's Rob Gronkowski yes. shooting oh my God, it the is? fucking machine gun. Yes, yes. It, it is. absolutely I, is Rob Gronkowski. I only knew that because I Googled the movie to find oh, out like all I the trivia. And I was like, this. what is Gronkowski in this? And yeah, he's the he's the gunner in the helicopter. Jesus. Didn't have to say much. Really a typical football role, which I, is really, yeah. we're just going to sit you here. You look big. And then we'll okay. give you like two to three lines. Look, he was auditioning for the Expendables, and he he he's just trying to get out of the NFL and do his own thing. It's fine. Rob, I, just play God, football. God, that is him. Just play football, Rob. <laughs> just just play football. Use your God given talents. You keep ending I don't up on need WWE. him in this either. Thank you. I, just... I didn't mind it. I feel like we're gonna get into a Bill and Ted three situation here. Oh, right? Okay. I love it. I'm okay. fine with this. I'm Hold fine. On. With this. Really quick, right off the jump, just to get put myself in here, <laughs> Brian. I like this. Like this. Was I did a lot like of this fun. movie. I the did other like thing this movie. That, the other thing that I thought was, 
I watched it with Brittany, and Brittany yeah. is usually, as you all know, and as listeners know, my wife is usually sci-fi averse. But yeah. when I told her that this was a time travel movie, she's like, I do find time travel interesting. So she was like on board, right? I didn't, like, right I didn't see that coming at all. Neither yeah. did I. So cool. she watched it, and she kept like, okay, I don't know. If, uh, Frank Grillo, if you're listening, my wife would like to have a conversation with you. Just um, a conversation? Nothing weird, but she kept breaking bringing it up like we were three quarters of the way movie and she we were three quarters of the way through the movie she'd be like who's that actor it's like that's right that's frank grillo she goes hmm i like him i like okay then in my notes and like 10 minutes later what did you say that actor's name was again it's frank grillo oh okay he's good like (laughs) my favorite was watching this with her because she was just excited about it like top to bottom I mean, the dude like could get a, he could get a separate billing for his circulatory system. Like the dude oh is just jacked in the movie. I mean, I like more power to you. But I was like, you I was great. turned on by that. I don't even he know was, what that means. He's, I mean, you can see all of his veins, and it's yeah. just like, I please drink a cup of water, please. Yeah. Like, I hope you're okay. <laughs> Of course, um, they had to have the scene where he took his shirt off and he's just kind of, he's ripped as fuck. Oh, oh yeah. And you're Man, just like, jacked. all right, I see no, this the, guy. Why he's got to save us, I see Yep, it. The dude put yeah. in the work, for oh, sure. A hundred percent. How did we get here? All uh, right. Talking about Frank Grillo, Tapless. <laughs> <Black and white. laughs> Comfortable in our sexuality. That's <laughs> we're comfortable. We get yeah. Um, But no, I liked it. Like, I thought it was really good. I also So really what did liked... you like about it, Doug? Let's start there. Sure, what did that's you, fair. What did you like specifically yeah, what did, about what did you it, like, man? I liked it because it was there was just enough element to it. Like there was just enough to it where I didn't disconnect because it was a silly action movie. Mm. I was still connecting with it of the like the story being compelling. And I think from like a mystery perspective, not keeping the sci-fi vague and having him fill it, f- figure it out. He yeah. really took me along on the ride with him. Like I sure. never felt like, oh, I figured it out before he did. I figured it out probably as fast as he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was really, I thought it was just a really cool way to tell a story. And then right when you think like, Oh, this is just a silly action, action, sci-fi movie. They come in with this plot device with the kid and it yeah. being his, him being spoiler alert hit Frank Grillo being this kid's I mean, dad. They that's... really tapped in the heartstrings there too. So I don't know, like this, this to me was just a, it was just fun. It was just yeah. good mindless fun that yeah. you, you could still connect with if you wanted to. I would agree. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Absolutely. It was one of the things that I, it kind of reminds me of the conversation we keep having about Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, it sure. is what it is. Like we're just taking mm-hmm. the movie for, for its worth. I'm not expecting boss level to go and win <laughs> endless awards or no. anything like that, but for it to be on Hulu, I'm not on Hulu often. And it just yeah. was happened to be like one of those good sleeper movies that you can watch on a Saturday mm-hmm. and just kind of kill the time. Totally. I absolutely agree. It wasn't too much to it. Um, it was just enough story, just enough background. And I'll be honest, I when I thought I had it figured out, it made me rethink and be like, no, 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 no. You really don't know what this is about yet. Or it adds a different component somehow, somewhere down the line at try 53. Yeah. I would be like, okay, now's the time he's going to get it. And it really <laughs> took him 50 more tries to really yeah. go and get it. So yeah. I, I agree. I, I did like this movie. What, what about you, Brian? Well, I want to go back really quick. So a quick summary. And for folks that are just joining us too, like we're going to get into all the spoilers. So Mm -hmm. if you've watched this movie, come along with us. If you don't plan on watching the movie, come along with us. If you still want to watch this movie, go watch it. Come back. In any case. um, So yeah, the whole premise is like we start with like turn 140. Uh And 
just to start off, I enjoyed that because as someone that has consumed a lot of sci-fi, mm-hmm. I love this trope. I love the time loop trope um, towards the end of this podcast too. Like I have my top three. Nobody asked for it. I just brought it because I love this. Oh, oh shit. Look at this guy. Okay. So much because one, it's it's really simple, right? To like get a hold of. It's like, you, yeah. you're going to do it again. Like come along with us. But two, it, it really you're able to break down a lot of like these characters and it become it yeah. becomes a really good character study. And so I enjoyed that this movie didn't fall into the trap of like, it's my first day. And we saw him go through like, turn, yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, tr- attempts yeah. one through one hundred and thirty nine. Mm-hmm. They just this movie was like, no, you're going to just he's been doing this us. a while. You know, it yeah. goes back to like Adam Egypt Mortimer. It's like, give your audience some credit. Like, yep. Like, we're going to start at 140 and he's going to tell you over like the first route that he's going to do is what yeah, I'll yeah. call it. Yeah. Yeah. For and sure. It makes sense. Like, Oh, you're stuck uh-huh. in a time loop and everyone's trying to kill you. Got it. Great. Ta-da. And we didn't have to have, it's like the zombie movies where it's like, Oh my gosh, they're, they're not a dead, but alive, but they're dead. And you're like, okay, I know where this is going. Like we don't need to kill a half hour doing this. And this movie absolutely avoids yep, anything like that sure. you're just off you're off and running and i enjoyed the fact that he spent a hoard 140 tries like yeah i legitimately did this but like i just kind of took some loops off and got really drunk and i really appreciated <laughs> that because i feel like that's a level that like if people were in this situation a lot of people would absolutely do that absolutely. of like well i'm gonna wake up alive anyway and I can't get out and I'm going to die this brutal death. Might as well get blackout drunk for as yeah. long as I can and enjoy myself. And I just enjoyed that because I thought a lot of people could resonate with that. of just like, okay, uh, how am I going to do this? Um, so the, like right off the bat, just the vibe and concept and then the concept, I thought it knocked it out of the part. Like, oh, for sure. Immediately. Yeah, for sure. I think the other I'll thing be honest, that, I, go if ahead. I was stuck, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. To be honest with you, I tried to, I probably would have been killing myself because I'd have been like, well, <laughs> tried that and don't know what else I'm going to do now. So yeah, that, I would it. keep trying to help other people because I would think it's a Groundhog Day scenario where I have immediately figured this out. Like, I don't have yeah. a big, this. who, 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 do you, who needs my help? Like, it's just <laughs> one of those. So Doug is getting, trying to get hit with a oh, machete. Like, How can I help several you? Times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, several times. Um, I think the other thing is, is that like, and I don't want to, I didn't wake up today and choose violence, but oh I boy. think one of the things for me that I, and I was pleasantly surprised by was the fact that it was a Hulu movie. Cause I don't yeah. want to toss any shade, but I had this preconceived notion of Hulu movies of like, okay, so they're, mm-hmm. they're B list things that no one really gives a shit about. And this was really good and surprising. Um, so it was nice to see um, like it actually play out pretty well. Is that not what Hulu is? B movies? I mean, I I want to I do want to say something here. Like they did just win a Golden Globe, I believe, for Ooh. Nomadland. Oh yeah, they um, did. Oh, so see, for best picture. Th- see, I took um, it away from Hulu before they even had the chance to celebrate. I was like, oh, it just made it onto their platform. <laughs> they didn't actually do it. I took well, the, I took the award right out of their hand. Oh my god. I mean, it, I, I think it's tough because Hulu's always been in this really weird space, right? Because yep. it was a joint <laughs> yeah. venture by like the major corporations uh, for entertainment, and 
they just never figured it out. And then Disney bought it. So it's always oh, just yeah. kind of been in this point of like transformation. I think Palm Springs <laughs> right. is what I'll talk about. Funny enough, another time loop movie. Um, Interesting. I'm just realizing this. Oh, um, oh, wait, I think I, is that what Ashton Kutcher? Uh, Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. That's Sandberg. so funny. You Sorry. mentioned that. Wrong guy. Um, but yeah, they have these kind of like low level kind of sleeper niche hits is how I would say it. Um but yeah, like Hulu is not known for like the blockbuster. So I was shocked this was on yeah. Hulu too. They yeah. spent some money on it too. Cause those like scenes in like where cars explode and like driving down mm-hmm. a busy street and those action like set pieces, like those yeah. are expensive to produce. Yeah. Like they oh, went yeah. through at least four or five of those Mustangs that he just destroyed because the, the stunt didn't work right before they Holy got the buckets. You're shot. absolutely right. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they absolutely had to wreck some cars several of them in order for this to work so it was either sponsored by ford or they were willing to shell out the money to do it and just and get it trash well that's here's what i'll say that's what that's another thing i liked about the movie was the action sequences oh for sure oh my gosh horny they weren't overdone it seemed like it was just enough um Uh even when he fucked up it was not like a hilarious he died in a hilarious yeah. fucked up way that was like over dramatic. It was still like a good death that was like, oh, that was pretty funny. I wonder yeah. how he's going to bounce back. So I will say the choreography, even the fight scene with Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I enjoyed that. I mm-hmm. was not expecting to to like that, but because it's Mel Gibson. But oh my gosh. I, I did yeah, we'll get to that enjoy later. Yeah. It. I, yeah, like I, I just enjoyed it and was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. He has yeah. a good reasoning. The fighting scene with um, what's her name? Um, what what is her name? Oh, I know exactly oh, who you're talking gosh. about. Yep. I will pull she it up. The, the Chinese Wan Yin. sword scene. Wan Yin. Wan Yin. S- actress Selena Lowe. Shout out to Selena Lowe because she was like a really funny part of the movie. Yeah, uh, I am Wan Yin, and Wan Yin did this, and like I just I, yeah. I enjoyed thoroughly all of that. And they didn't. Yeah. They also didn't dive too deep into the people killing him which no, I think is no. very important. They, they could have gone down that road. They could have really gone down that road and made it like really personalizing it, but they didn't do that. And that's something else that I really enjoyed. Yeah. 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 Did anybody else, and this is just a thought now that we're on the subject of those, of the assassins, yeah. did anybody else think for a second when he went to that like underground video gaming place <laughs> that somehow the assassins were out of a video game? That's or was that was just thinking. me? Oh, no, a hundred percent. Because there's a yeah. point where the kid, yep. who, by the way, is Frank Grillo's kid. By the oh way, God, is really? he? Oh my god, really? Oh, that's that why he looks kid. like fucking Frank. Oh, all right. Way to cush <laughs> so, it. Yeah, right. Like, way to go, kid. Um, <laughs> so he like has a cart. <laughs> way, way to look like your dad. <laughs> Crushing it. You looking like your dad, like a motherfucker. Good work. <laughs> But it's the whole thing of like, what did you get from that guy? Drugs? And he's like, no, this card game. And it's yeah. like, it's called That's Kill what Bill. I thought it was. And it's like That's showing all these was. assassins on cards. And I was like, yes. oh, is he like in a card game from mm-hmm. his son or something? That would nope, be fucking Just deep. total red herring. Like, oh, man. No. It feels like, I thought the it, same thing. It feels like one of those movies where it they wrote, they wrote it to go that way. Yep. But at the last minute, somebody was like, yeah, this is going to take us down a deep path we don't have yep. time for. And yep. then they had to flip it and switch it. But hey, we already shot that scene and we oh, got to keep yeah. going with oh, this. It so, actually works. It's a good red herring. Agree. Yeah. 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 Oh, it, so it totally it's kinda works. Crazy. Um, Brian, I'm very curious. I did not prepare to bring my top three deaths, but I'm very curious oh, as I'm to what yours him. are. Speaking of the assassins and how many times they killed oh. Frank. And no, well, let me clarify. Not top three deaths, top three time loop. Oh, uh, sure, sure, sure. 
concepts um, okay. is what I prepared. But if you want to talk about top three deaths, well, just yeah. let's talk about like with each one, maybe which um, one was our, which one was our favorite. Honestly, I think my favorite's got to be when it's about two thirds of the way through the movie and he figures out he needs to go to the, by the way, die now company. That is the name of the company in the movie. <laughs> yes. Um, he realizes he needs to go there immediately and he has to jump the fence and he oh, just sure. like he just rams he just rams the wall and as <laughs> yeah. someone that has played video games almost every day of my life yeah. since I've been like a kid I was like I've done that I totally get it that would have been yep. me and then he's like oh I can't do that and then he's got to do everything over again I enjoyed that one yeah okay. my, one of my favorites was when he kills the woman with Hitler's gun like just oh, the incredulousness, about, uh, the incredulousness of like, yes. why do you have this? <laughs> like, why is this a thing? Did, that was a really good performance. And then he, like, and then he shoots her and he goes, that's for the Jews. <laughs> yeah. I thought that that was actually one of my favorite deaths because of the dialogue alone. Yeah. So he was, and she was like straight face telling oh, him about how much money yeah. she spent and yep. all of the whole story. And he's yep. like, you've been shooting me with Adolf Hitler's gun. And like, I just thought that yep. was funny. Yeah, I thought that was a really, really yeah. awesome. Just overall, that one in general. I cool. also, if any of the assassins I wanted to know more of, I did want to know more about the man in the overalls <laughs> with the spear that drags him. I'm just, I have a lot of questions <laughs> about him as a character. We don't have to get into him, but I would have liked to know more of about him. Just a hair. What about, what about you, Marcus? Did you have another favorite, or was that was <laughs> was it the where the warehouse with the special gun? It, it you know. I was gonna say something about the guy with the overalls. Yeah, I'm say not it. Do it. You go. We for have it. A, no. Our, our audience it. is too diverse, and we're all about unity here. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go that route. Never. Yeah, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go that route. Um. So. Um. <laughs> I'm just gonna I want say you it. to say it so he we can get Brian to do a spit take of his teeth. I just. That's I what like, I want. I thought that he had a red Trump hat in his car. That was all okay. I was gonna say. Honestly, like, probably they probably that's not a far cry. He screams See, like Q- QAnon type shit, like dragging somebody behind the that's fucking. That's not truck. what I expected you to say. I expected it to be that your tag, his tagline was like, "You got a pretty mouth," like right as he like snatched him up. So Douglas Wagner. That's what I thought. The that is you were not going. what I was thinking at all. <laughs> Just saying. Jesus. Anyway, um, <laughs> favorite death I think is, um, hmm. It'd be interesting. My favorite death, I think, was was the one was it has to be one of the fights with the with the knife scene oh, because sure. uh, I think oh him dying while listening to Mel Gibson's speech. Oh, it was sure. something. Oh. It was something about that scene that yeah. just made it real interesting, and him having that clicking moment that yeah. made that death more. I need to do more. And I like the yep. idea of him going and taking the lessons about with the with the sword fight and doing yep. all of that mm-hmm. stuff like that leading up to it. I really enjoyed that death because it catapulted into that sword fight with him with right. a lot more confidence and him mm-hmm. going into the battle like that. And so I don't know. I, I kind of like that one. Yeah, no, I thought that I was really it. cool. Yeah. I, like yeah. I, I want to go back really quick. So when they were talking about <laughs> the AH gun, the Adolf gun, yep. is yes. what they refer to it as. I do want to give this movie credit where I feel like there's some movies that like they bring this stuff up and then they're kind of irresponsible about it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then they just like, don't, they don't do anything with it. There's no consequences or it's just Mm -hmm. like, isn't this funny? And it's like, no, not, no, it's not like, this is like, what (laughs) you messed up. Um, And I appreciated that the movie at least had a consequence for it where Frank Gorilla was so 
just indignant, right? Like riffing off of what you're saying, Doug. And then it was like, no, this is bad. I'm moving on. And we're not touching that ever again. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. awful. Cause you're yeah. an awful person. And I appreciated that. And we need yeah. more of that in our movies and not just like sidestepping it just for a joke, but actually yeah. having consequences for it. So and I feel like I they do that a that. lot in like shooting things too. Like, I yeah. feel like there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like, there's so much like, like urban legend and historical like speculation about adolf hitler in general that sometimes people are like oh yeah i got his boots like and they do like you said they just don't they put up. it randomly mm -hmm. into stuff and you're like but why would anybody ever want to own that like so yeah. i think it like you like what you said brian and kind of boost what you said super cool that they just came out and like addressed it oh and they just put the kibosh on it yeah. like yeah this is bad right away yeah <laughs> no right ambiguity here no um, so um, was was ahead, there anything else that was there anything else that y'all just felt like you really really liked that stood out that you would use to recommend to like a friend if you're if, if somebody asked you why should i watch this movie what would be the number one thing that 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 you would refer them for i think it's just fun like and i just kind of touched on that already like it's just it's just fun it's it's kind of you don't have to overthink it especially if you just accept it like yeah it's just a fun movie like it's just yeah. good so. i think for me uh for folks that like are really into gaming or I've even enjoy or just enjoy video games. This movie is made for you because oh, it is sure. all the shorthand of a video game. It's literally a save point that Frank Grillo is waking up from <laughs> yeah. every day. That's yeah. It is That's the a great same way to put it. type of like, Hey, here's a variety of characters that are trying to get you and they all have a different specialty. Watch out um, with like, Hey, you need to get to the one end place to do the thing. And you need to figure out the puzzle which in this case is figuring out where you need to be when. And so for people that like that stuff, that's how I would sell it. Because if you like video games, this movie's literally built like a video game. Like you've played two thirds mm -hmm. of a video game and this is where you start. Yeah. Uh, which I, which is where I can tell the inspiration from it came from. Um, for sure. So it, it hooked me the entire time. I was immediately immersed. So it's yep. a great way to put that. And I, I think it makes me want to take back my original comment about the movie title being boss level, because I, I do get that. Although the boss oh, yeah. fight was kind of like kind of anticlimactic. If we're getting into things that I kind oh, of, if we're we'll talk, yeah, I just felt like the boss, one of my things that I didn't care for was the anticlimactic boss level. Like, it <laughs> Oh, was sure. Mel Gibson was winning and he chopped his head <laughs> off or it was Frank was one and yeah. already knew what the fuck was about to happen. So oh, yeah. For the person who yep. killed his wife, and maybe it was maybe it's a good thing maybe it's a bad thing the story switched how i thought it was going to end it switched oh yeah for sure it wasn't this big big bad fight yeah. with mel with mel gibson instead it was him trying to find his wife which i didn't mind that at all yeah him trying to save his wife before the time went out because i'm glad that she lived and that they were able yeah. to have this kind of happy ending but it did throw me off a little bit that there wasn't a a big fight that the biggest fight was with one yen yeah yeah and i also really again I, I also really liked that you didn't see the end that you were left to think whether or not he made it or yeah. not. Like you have to do it again, but you can't die. And he looks and he goes like, Oh, well, that should be no problem. Like right. I thought that that was really kind of a cool take to take with it. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but you're right, Marcus. It, I mean, I think there could have been something a little bit more climactic. And if I can go back to Will Sasso's character for a second, <laughs> yeah. he is one of the things that I'm like, I just, 
Like, I don't understand why he was in it. Like, I, I just don't either. I, it's like, hey, you've been out of work for, I don't know, the better part of a decade. You want to try to reinvent yourself as not a funny man, but a serious role? And I was every time I expected him to crack some sort of like fart or poop joke the whole time he was in this. And I yeah. could never shake that feeling I mean... at all. Not that he shouldn't act again and that he's not capable of having range, but it was definitely hard for me to shake his mad TV past. It it was I don't know it was jarring for me for oh, someone yeah. that like enjoy like I am very plugged into TVs and and movies and like Mad TV was very informative for me as a teenager mm. so the idea that like I immediately noticed him and I was like what oh, are yeah. you doing in this movie so I totally thought he was gonna play like the the comedy relief with oh Mel yeah Wilson. like it totally makes sense but no he just like was a jerk like that was it that was it. Yeah. Um, who who died easy? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. It was just I don't know. It, it I mean, and again, I'm all for range. Obviously, Will Sasso needs to eat. Like, obviously, get it, man. But it was just it really threw me off to see him. Mm-hmm. It's a big man. Yeah. Mad TV was always that show that like it was acceptable in my house, and this is how I think about it. I think my parents would probably say like it doesn't matter. Mad TV was always that show of like, oh, you want to stay up and watch SNL? Oh, that's fine, Doug. You can do that. That's a classic. But if I was watching Mad TV, they're like, this Naughty. looks stupid. Get out of here. Like Mad TV was definitely <laughs> oh, the like my the, parents couldn't handle it. A filthy version of Saturday Night Live. So yeah. there was some side eye for that one for sure that's weird. yeah it's fine yeah yeah but uh i i do as we're transitioning here i do think that it was bizarre the way it ended only because like we've had these action set pieces i'm totally cool with the movie having the heart be with him like just reconciling uh-huh. with naomi watts's character uh-huh. uh like not even like we're gonna get back together and it's gonna yeah. be perfect but just like yeah like i was a jerk and i wasn't there um but it just it felt a little flat a little bit because I guess I don't know. You've done this movie where the language is like Frank Grillo fights the city, like literally, and everything <laughs> yep. in the city to yeah. figure it out. And then at the end, like none of that language translates, which is yeah. which is fine. Um, it just definitely feels like an the ending where they it just felt like they didn't know exactly what to do with it. And they didn't feel like doing another action set piece was going to like bring anything to it, which I, I get you've done it now. I, I get it. We've all seen the yeah. same things. We know the shorthand to it. I guess I just expected something else. But at that point, I also understand where they were at. Like the reconciliation is the whole point. And maybe if yeah. they would have threaded it through the movie a little bit more, it would have stuck with me. But yeah, it left me in the same place of like, Oh, <laughs> and the movie's oh, yeah. done. Okay. Yeah, right, I know. agree. I feel like the relationship with him and his his ex, him and his ex. Yeah, it, I don't not forced, but it was kind of not understood when they were yeah. talking. The dialogue between them was a little bit confusing. For to, sure, to was when like he was in there, like I have this application. Hey, oh by the way, we have this son who you he doesn't know he's my son. Don't yeah. do this thing. And I was just kind of like, wait a minute, how did we how yeah. did we get right here to this point in dialogue? Like. They're watching her on camera. She's being e- e- she's easily being sneaky, and I'm like, wait a minute, is this a flashback? Because if you blink, you'll yeah. miss it. Yep. You'll miss the connecting piece on what makes this movie this movie. And that was one of the things I feel like should have been more abundant. Like, no, I still love you. Which she kind of said she was like, you know, I want you yeah. to be the man that you used to be. All this other stuff like that. But then they threw in the sun, and I was like, wait a minute, this is a whole nother thirty minutes added to this movie because you have to get to know the kid. And yeah. like you you have to do certain things and build certain relationships throughout that I feel like 
I don't know, maybe maybe it was just introduced in a weird way. Yeah, and I yeah. will say this: as much of like a fun ride as this is, as exciting as this is, as like a like mindless, you can kind of turn it on and not really feel like you have to pay attention. Mm -hmm. If you really want to understand the story. I feel like the packaging on it is off because it's definitely mm. like pitched as this thing of like, it's a fun shoot 'em up and enjoy watching all the vi all, yep. all the, all the action and yep. all the like set pieces and the different ways that he can die. But I hope you're paying attention because he's going to read a birthday card. And if you miss <laughs> that, you are absolutely <laughs> fucked. Like you're never going to get it and you're just going to be lost the whole time. Yeah. So for me, it's like, you kind of need to pick a lane like either people need to pay attention. And in that regard, you might need to boost your dialogue and your, 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 your driving yep. forces a little bit mm -hmm. more. Um, so, but again, it's not a problem. It's very nitpicky, but yeah, that's one of the things that didn't Something sit to well think about me. though. I mean, I think, I think but, one of the other things too, is that they, they try to do so much in that first act lab scene and oh, i don't sure i don't want to fault anybody because you can tell at least to me it feels like this movie went through a lot of reshoots yep. so i feel like maybe the actors didn't know exactly where it was in the story but they have to establish that they have a pre-existing relationship frank grillo is back and then she's also at the same time uh -huh. planning to betray mel gibson's character and you have mm -hmm. to do all three of those things with like within like seven minutes i think that scene yeah. is yeah and you're trying to direct frank grillo like okay be bubbly and pop poppy and you're trying to make things better okay meanwhile you need to betray <laughs> someone and you need to and so like i feel like that direction is really hard and yeah. naomi watts is trying to do yeah. all of it and yeah. but it just it doesn't all sync up and you lose a lot because I was also confused. I was like, I don't were you I okay, you're a thing. You you're a thing, and there's a son, but he doesn't know about you. And yeah. I don't know how you feel about that. Okay, we're off. Mel Gibson's bad. I see. Okay, all right, here we go. You know, so like yeah. it was disorienting. I agree. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Or the reason um, why the son doesn't know his father. Like they obviously have a relationship huh? like a, a <laughs> fairly right. good one and yeah. so it's like y'all have a good enough relationship to to you know to for her to trust you to save the world right. but not to trust you to know your son i just feel like there wasn't enough there i know he was a drunk i know he may have did some things but you know yeah. people have been worse so i just feel like why didn't she <laughs> want him to be you know this, this is, why you don't want you to know your daddy you know what i mean like it was just kind of well, weird i don't know and I don't want to come like, and I, I am reflecting on what I just said, like families come in all shapes and sizes mm -hmm. and that's totally cool. I think my, my confusion with this is that it wasn't defined for the story because the whole, mm -hmm. to me, one of the main cruxes of the story is Frank Grillo's character, Roy, I should probably start using his character name, Roy connecting with his son. And that, I mean, right. That's part of the message of the film yeah. is like connecting with those folks is what unlocked his future. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's so glazed over. It's hard to get invested when you just don't know exactly where all the pieces are. I, I think that's yeah. what it was. For yeah. Me. And I, and I agree with that. And I feel like it's very, I feel it's very tropey too, a little bit to mm -hmm. be like, Hey, um, this is a guy. He was in the military and he's got a special set of skills. And guess what? This one doesn't know his kid either. Like it feels very mm -hmm. like it to be expected, which I was sort of like, okay. I did like the taken reference though. Yeah. Oh, because that cool. that's exactly I think they they did this thing where they make a joke 
that's exactly what the audience is thinking. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, it's like another Taken yep. movie. And they, yep. they make the joke that you're thinking to be like, no, 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 we hear you and we get it. When we were writing it, we thought the same thing. And yeah. so they insert that punchline and it, and it reels you back in. Great job at doing it. Mm-hmm. Once again, if you blink, you'll miss it. For well, sure. I mean, the director has worked with Liam Neeson multiple times. So I'm sure that was very intentional. Uh, He worked with him on the A-Team. And let's see here. He was a producer for The Gray. So I mean. Oh, sure. I actually like all those. I like all those cool. Yeah, those are both good. Um, I do want to address the elephant in the room. Address which one? Some of the dialogue (laughs) did not make me very happy. And when I heard it, I got immediately mad. Um, let us know what it is though i think i might go ahead i have one too i am referencing a line during the uh sword fighting scene towards Mm. the towards the end where uh she says things are about to get steel and i out loud went fuck this like i was i don't know why i was so mad i don't know why it got me but shit's about to get steel I was like, this is why you yeah. had me. And then you had to go and do some stupid shit like this. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Very. I agree. I just felt like yeah. it went. Here's why I wasn't too upset with that. Right. Because I felt like that went along with one yin and her saying her name out loud. Like she was that cocky and confident that she would just make this corny say this corny line like that but so it's, I not just thing. Let it go. it's not like anybody was like thank god she uses a steel sword it <laughs> made it you didn't need to make it a thing and you did well, she could just be extra and what's... announce her name after she kills everybody i could ex- i accepted true. her when she was like and Juan lynn is done like i i accept her with that when she starts saying saying shit's about to get steel i was like what is this a robot movie we don't need this like, here's the thing there's two things here for i'll start yes, off like right. first yes. For like this resonated with me as a gamer because some of the older games, like there was just unskippable dialogue. And that's what I feel like this character <laughs> was of just like yeah. I'm mashing the start button. I'm like, I know, I know you killed me. I just want to yeah, crash do bandicoot. This. I don't need but you to tell won't. me why how I died. Right, exactly. Like, and there's a loading screen behind it that you can't get through, or like it's just bad code. And so, like, every time Guan Yin was doing her speech, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm just smashing just the start, start button. The shit that's the equivalent of this and to me that made me laugh um also video games we don't need tips after we die (laughs) we fucking get it you know it's a slap in the face to give me those fucking tips Uh, hey you know joker does this you should dodge with the b button no shit sherlock do you need a block hey hey buddy did you know that the x button that means that you have to jump i was like i know that. that Hey, you should when they get really don't do that. You should start timing at this time. The you the savage beast hits at every two fourths of a time. Right. Like goddamn, don't give me the damn manual into how you uh, coded this shit. God I, damn it! The biggest insult to me always, and I know it's always coming from a good place with a game, but like some of the games now, it's like, hey, do you want to switch to easy? You can change <laughs> difficulty here, and I'm just like. Look here, I'm a 35 year old man. I've been playing, I've been playing games since the NES, and maybe, maybe I will switch to easy. Yeah, maybe I have I things to do, to and I don't know how to defeat this oh. water dragon that spits acid that immediately cuts through my armor I've been building up because I didn't spec my character right. You got me. In any case, um, that's between me and another game. Um, you're Brian. right though, Brian. You're absolutely right, Brian. And then they make you feel <laughs> shitty for switching it over. Yeah. Hey. 
like this seems like it's giving you a real tough time you want to switch it over to normal mode and i'm like no god damn it (laughs) you know what i do you know what i do i skip it for the bosses and then i just change it back to normal i I mean you know what don't let me go back and forth make me live with my decisions yeah just enjoy it how you want to enjoy it. We're right. talking about people who have, like, I'm imagining being somebody who has raised children and in a video <laughs> game asking me, hey, you want to take it easy a little bit? Like, no, I raised two kids, you son of a bitch. I yeah, would have, I, I want to take this yeah, thing. Yeah, if I wanted me. shit easy, I would have made some very different life decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally stealing that. That's incredible. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Anyway. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know how I, we got here. As, I mean, Guan Yin. Uh, yes, I Guan feel Yin. like not to be a downer, but I do need to address this other elephant in the room. Uh, right, talking about Guan Yin. So the handling of some of the Asian folks in this movie, like folks, come on, like the, yeah. there's two of them <sighs> that are just master swords people, and no kung fu. <laughs> like they're just Hang the master out. kung fu people. <sighs> Okay, we can we can do a little bit better there. I mean, you also have Michelle Yeoh. Like, I had no idea she was uh-huh. in this movie. Fucking legend um, that didn't have to say like, shit this whole movie. Yeah. If you don't know who I'm talking about, she was in Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, she has been in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She's an incredibly accomplished actress. Oh, for sure. Uh, and just to have her like relic, like obviously this was a big get probably for the studio and to add her uh-huh. name, but like to have her relegated to be like, oh hey, you need to learn swords. That's what I'm here for. Okay, bye. It was just I was like, oh man, really? Yep. Like the two main Asian women are just sword fighters. We can do a little bit yeah, better. Yeah. So that's like all Ken, I wanted to say. I felt like Ken Jong played that role too, like as being the bartender of like, oh look who we look, we yeah. got another one. Like we got someone else. Like. <laughs> did have that feeling too here's the funny thing here's what i think though the more that i think about it the more i i'm I'm seeing where brian is coming from so like it is a movie it is a video game movie made for people who play video games oh yeah That, that interaction sitting at the bar him with that guy who says the same thing every time, no matter what uh-huh. it is that he oh, says. Yeah. Them, him, them walking to um the sword, the swordsmith in the yep. back because she happens to be there. That is inner and talking to the uh the bartender. These are all things that actually happen, and I guess it's clicking with me right now that True. this makes sense. It makes sense to me oh, that yeah. um you get these random characters and maybe the, the thing isn't really developed. It's developed like a video game line. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or, or like a video game storyline. I'm sorry. Like you yeah, don't really get fine. a lot into it except without the big boss battle at the end. That's yeah, the, for sure. thing yeah. the boss is actually you versus you. Like maybe that was sometimes oh, the biggest boss is ourselves. Oh, Marcus, that could have been a really good ending. And I just think that maybe that's what was what was going for. Like, hey, it's not the boss you think it is. It's the boss you think it isn't. And like, ta-da. I'm like disappointed. So much I spent so much I spent so much time running from my past only to realize that my biggest boss was my past. Was me. (laughs) Boss level were the friends we made along the way. (laughs) I had to. You know I had to. 
Wait, wait, you all got to sign up for the Patreon because Marcus and Doug right. both oh, simultaneously fuck. did a face palm, and we're That's just right. like, what? That's right. What yeah. is this guy talking about? So please <laughs> sign up for the Patreon it's just to see the double nice... face palm. Like they probably... didn't plan it either. Like it's probably a nice incredible. refresher because it's usually Marcus and I disappointing Brian on a weekly yes, basis. Absolutely, every week, <laughs> every single week, Brian looks at us like, "How the fuck did I get here?" Oh no, I'm I said aware yes of the life choices I made to get here. I love it. Uh, but but yeah. yeah i mean yeah. in any case I, yeah i agree with you marcus i like that structure um, yeah i think it'd be good yep um well gentlemen i mean that seems like a pretty natural wrapping up point the last yeah. thing i'll ask y'all is would you recommend this to somebody else i mean it's on hulu and it's even at the base tier you can watch this for hulu so my question to you all is would you recommend this to others to watch is it worth a watch is it worth time if i'm scrolling through hulu and i'm like Hmm, what to watch, what to watch. And I and we were just in a room together scrolling through Hulu. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Boss level. That's a pretty good movie. I could rewatch that. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know if it's something that I would remember offhand to recommend to somebody. Oh, if sure. That makes sense. It's not something that I'll keep in my like movie memory bank that is like, oh no, 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 no. Gotta remember <laughs> to recommend boss level to somebody. It's a yeah. good movie, don't get me wrong, but it's nothing that I would just like. If I seen it and it was like ended up on Netflix or ended up on TV, we're like, oh no, that's a good, like, let's watch this right here. Like we could do that. Yeah. I don't think I would be one of those. Like if I went into the, if I went into the office the next day to be like, you know what y'all got to watch? I watched yeah. boss. Like there are some yeah. movies where I'm like, yo, like you yeah. got to watch this. It was really good, but I don't think yeah. this is of that quality, but I agree with you. If I'm scrolling through and I'm looking for something to watch, I might pause on it. If somebody said like, Hey, you should see this. It's fun. I'd be like, man, let's give it a shot. Like, I yeah. think that's probably where yeah. it's at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I honestly, yeah. Like, if you have Hulu, like this is probably a top ten movie that is on there. And yeah. I also know that the streaming services don't do a lot of blockbusters, mm-hmm. so I think it's good just for that because you're probably not going to get one for a while. Um. Yeah. I just. I think it's. I think it's good. It is good base level. There's enough mystery to keep you entertained, but you're not going to like have yeah. to go Christopher Nolan level. Like, what am I watching? Type forwards and backwards. Um, yeah, you're not going to have to get to that level. Uh, so it, it's fun without having to think too hard about it if that's what you need. For sure. Awesome. I find it funny nobody's talking about Tenet. Nobody. Just, it did kind of show up there. and then immediately fade away. Like, that was it. Yep. Yeah. It hit streaming services and nobody really flinched. It yeah, trended for like, like a day and it was like, meh. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree. Um well, gentlemen, this brings us to the plug time of this particular show as we start to wind things down. Um, mm-hmm. And I am going to start us off, but I'm not going to plug something that I'm doing. I'm going to plug something yet again that my co-host Marcus is doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Immediately, you've heard us talk about the news and about the about the uh, the movie. So just hit pause and listen to the rest of our show later. And wherever you listen. Just go and search Marcus J. Destin, especially if you're on Spotify. Search that and stream his new song. Uh, it's just awesome. Like It's just absolutely fire. So Maybe. I just want to boost my co-host because as Maybe. I aggressively shouted at him on Friday, <laughs> this shit slaps. Like, I was just yeah. very excited yeah. about it. Um, so, uh, Marcus, would you mm-hmm. care to chime in with where people can fi- a little bit about it and where people can find it? Uh, I gotta say thank you to everybody who's been showing love. I think it's the most streamed song over like when you release a song on a Friday and Sunday you check the numbers and it has like 90 streams so far just on one mm-hmm. platform. 
uh, it says a lot. And yeah. y'all are really, people are listening to it in the gym. People are like listening to it all over the place. And I just got to say thank you. So um, shout out to Maya Lene, who is on the song with me. Mm-hmm. Go and search Go Girl. It is available everywhere. I'll probably play it for some outro um outro oh, music today yeah. then um but uh yeah it, it, go girl is out everywhere video coming soon and and you know stick with us we got more music on the way and i mean that shit absolutely that's well, absolutely i want to say that this is this is a song that is just as produced as anything else you're going to be listening to so like go check it out it oh, is thank you yeah no honestly i feel like that that needs to be said i feel like a lot of times people get in these like recursive loops especially with like streaming <laughs> if we're talking about streaming music streaming too and people are yep. like i don't want to go outside my comfort zone yeah. no this don't even worry about it because it yeah. is just as produced it is just as good and it's something new so check it out for Look sure these guys thank y'all so much brian what do you have to plug so i am going to talk about the love nerds but i also am going to use this time uh so inspired by the love nerds so maggie and i love time loop episodes it's a it it is a concept that we love seeing in media because it does so many great things so if you enjoyed this movie and you're like i want to see this concept until i hate it i have three things for you first off window of opportunity is a stargate sg1 episode season four episode six same concept they keep living the same day over and over again. DC Legends of Tomorrow, Here I Go Again, Season 3, Episode 11. Zari keeps living the same day over and over again, but she has to do something a little bit different. And then lastly, if you have not seen the Tom Cruise movie, Edge of Tomorrow, this oh, takes this concept and cranks okay. it to 11. Maybe some aliens are involved. You will enjoy it, I promise, if you it's enjoy movie. this movie. That was always on my list of what to watch, but I haven't watched it yet, so I'll have to it's check it out. Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah. Really, you would like that movie. I'll you would like it. it. Yeah. You would like it. Okay. Uh, I'll yeah. Emily Blunt steals the show. I'll yeah. I'll right. leave that there. Yeah. Uh, so in any case, go to thelovenerds.com. Uh, check out things there, and then go check out any of those three. Those are all three things Maggie and I have enjoyed, and I hope you enjoy them too. Absolutely. Um, I like it. I'm going to go ahead and just plug this podcast. Uh, continue to listen. We really appreciate all the love and support you've been showing us uh, for over a year now, and we absolutely appreciate it. Um, we got more stuff coming on the way. Um, we're doing Mortal Kombat, so we're going to watch Mortal Kombat and oh, talk man. about Mortal Kombat for next week. Um, so very excited about that. So check us out there. And then check out our Patreon. Um, we've got some awesome bonus content. Marcus has been turning out some fire videos of our episodes that you can watch and enjoy along with us so yeah and they're just, updated and they are updated so just back. so we uh we absolutely appreciate that but gentlemen we have a three-step process to success and it is really important that we take this time to remind everybody before we go home for the night so brian do you want to start us off i do and i'm here coming to your earbuds and your speakers and this is your reminder to read a book any book just choose a book it can be 10 pages just read a book everyone around you will be better for it including yourself so read a book read a book um i am here to tell you that summer is on the way and it's important that you stay hydrated why do you want to dehydrate yourself in the middle of june and july uh, by trying to start your new water habit uh, in the middle of a heat wave. So just start <laughs> drinking some water, take care of yourself, make sure you stay hydrated because at the end of the day, it's about to get hot and you don't want to be feeling gross and feeling dehydrated when you're out with your friends sitting in the backyard grilling and having a cold one. So just drink some water. 
It's a good point. Marcus? Good point. Um, I am here to let you know the most important rule of them all after you have read that book and drank some water. Uh, the last step is to wash that ass. Okay? Oh, yeah. You have to wash your ass. Like Doug said, winter is, the summer is here, okay? You don't want to wait too late to start drinking water. You should start wiping your ass now. Take extra precautionary measures now. Mm-hmm. Go above and beyond now because later is too late. You know what I mean? So do your part. Find a new soap. Every three months, you got to transition. Find yourself a new soap. If that Dove ain't cutting it, that Irish Spring ain't cutting it, try something else. Try something different. You know what I mean? Switch it up. Use one of the little girly soaps. Those smell good all the time, and those are good for your moisturizing your skin. Cucumber, one of my favorites, okay? Good, refreshing to the skin. Cocoa butter, good for the melanin. Treat yourself and your butthole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so close to not laughing through that. Well, that is the three-step process of success. We absolutely appreciate all the love and support. Um, We'll be back next week. We're reviewing Mortal Kombat. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, We love y'all, and we'll catch y'all next week. Show world, you ain't fucking playing. Show the whole world, yo, worth 